0: Hallelujah. The more and more we speak about a particular word, not only will God anoint you, but He will anoint you to anoint people. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I want. That's what this church is all about. This church is not about me anointing you, but this church is about me anointing you and you anointing others. Hallelujah. That's one of the things that I believe that should happen. Bible says he has anointed you to preach the good news to the poor. So I pray as we are listening to the word every day, not only are you anointed, but he will anoint you to anoint people. He will anoint you to share this word to another family another community, another person in your life. Hallelujah. And He will not only anoint you to preach, He will anoint you to anoint them to walk in this blessing. How many of you in the coming days will go and catch people who need this word and will declare this word and anoint them forth and ask the Lord to release an anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. They should not stop in this hall. This word should go. This word should go out and set the captives free. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Elijah was depressed. But when he came out of depression, he went and anointed another Elisha. He went and anointed another Jehu. He went and anointed an another an Hazil. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight you don't need to be depressed. You don't need to be discouraged. When God releases you out of depressions and hallelujah, agonies, hallelujah, He will also anoint you to anoint people tonight. How many of you believe that tonight? How many of you believe that you're going to rise? Hallelujah, rise into another level. Hallelujah, look at somebody and say, you will rise to another level. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church, tonight? Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles. Tonight, your experiences are going to change tonight. Hallelujah. They're going to be a shift in the way that you experience the Lord. There will not be, if you catch this word tonight, you will not have another day of negativity in your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will not have another day of fear in your mind. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to lamentations. Lamentations. 3 and the 17th verse. You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. How many of you believe God will prosper you? Hallelujah. How many of you are crying like Jeremiah cried. You have moved my soul from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. I don't know what is it. But how many of you believe the Lord will prosper you again? If you want to title this word breaking free into the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Breaking yourself free into the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes we go through a negative cycle. I don't know how many of you have gone through that. I've gone through a negative cycle. It creates a negative momentum. So it's the positive cycle. Hallelujah. Tonight, I pray that God will disconnect you from all your negative cycles. And God will connect you with a positive cycle. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That you will stop turning around the mountain and will take a turn back to where you belong. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you believe God can break? of your cycle, some of you have a cycle of defeat, whatever you do, you end up in defeat, some of you have a cycle of negativity, how much ever positive, you tell them, they still think something negative out of it, hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory to God, some of us, the election results would not have gone through the way we wanted, but don't become negative, hallelujah, glory to God, praise the Lord. Because our God is not negative. Our God is positive. Our God is not surprised. Praise the Lord. Praise If He was not surprised with Adam and Eve, He's not surprised with anything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So don't be negative. Be positive. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The heart of the King is in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah, glory to God. He turned wherever it wishes. We pray that our prime minister's heart, hallelujah, and all those goddess, hallelujah, praise the Lord, I love to be elected. Their heart will be in the hands of the Lord and he will turn it wherever he wishes, amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. Sometimes we go through sin cycles, defeat cycles, financial cycles. I don't know what issues, there are many cycles that we go through. Hallelujah, there are cycle of defeat, Frustration, death, sickness, poverty, bondage, habitual sin. There are different kinds of cycles that we go through. But tonight, God wants to break that cycle and break free into the blessing of God. Hallelujah. In John chapter 5, there was a man by the pool of Bethesda who was sick for 38 years. But Jesus set him free. How many of you believe there are year-long issues? God will set you free tonight. Hallelujah, Varsangalai to the Kadaka and Kartavu Telestalatana, Kartavo, the Ned, and they pick you up. Vishustana, Ethraway Vishushikino, Varsangalai to the Kadangala, Varsangalai to the Shakti in the Namal Arangi, the Ned and the Lifelong issues, lifelong alleluia, challenges, lifelong problems. Lord, tonight, if you are releasing, receiving it by faith, His anointing is about to move. His deliverance is about to move. His grace is about to move. His power is about to move. Hallelujah. Five practical things. Even when you are praying for prosperity or to be free from whatever cycle, five practical things to do. To be set free from a negative cycle hallelujah number one be convinced hundred percent that Jesus wants you wants to set you free amen hundred percent be sure in your heart that Jesus wants to set you free hallelujah are you here tonight five practical things even when you are praying for prosperity or to be free from any cycle five things you need to know to be free. Number one, be convinced 100% that Jesus wants to set you free. Hundred You have to believe that God wants to set you free. How many of you believe that? No matter what your issue is, no matter what your challenges are, no matter what your problem is. No matter who is with you or who is not with you. No matter what. No matter it's how long it's been there. Hallelujah. Be convinced that God will set you free. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you're not convinced, you begin to ask yourself, Why is God doing this to me? Is it a curse? Am I under any judgment is it some ancestral problems in my life is it some generational curse why i am going through the same cycle of defeat and frustration and poverty and debt every day of my life what's happening how many of you ask? hallelujah different times what's happening hallelujah but you have to be convinced hundred percent, even for you to walk into this blessing hallelujah and of the prosperity that jesus will set you free He can set you free eternally if you believe it. All things are possible to those who believe it faith is believing faith is taking him in this word and believing it and waiting on him and believing that he will not allow me to fail he will not allow me to be put to shame he will not allow me to hallelujah crawl like the serpent he brought you out of the crawling he will send me out uh, with wholeness uh, and prosperity hallelujah anybody who has come crawling into this place you will go back whole you will go back well hallelujah Praise the Lord in the pool of Bethesda you will find frustrated people lame people who could not walk who are struggling how many of you believe tonight you have to believe some of you in 100% that this is the last day of my struggle oh, there is somebody here tonight have the faith to believe it that this is the last day of my struggle In the struggle in the in the avasana ha my Bible says as, as the days you have, so shall your strength shall be. How many of you believe that as my days are, so shall my strength be? Look at your life and say as my days are, so shall my strength be. You should not have to be weak, let the weak be made strong. Hallelujah! Tonight, you have to say, As many as days God is going to appoint me on earth to live, oh, as many as those days, I will have the strength to do all things through Christ. I can do it. Hallelujah. Number two. You have to really believe that there is nothing impossible with God. This man is sick for 38 years. He could have said if God wanted to do something, he could have done 10 years back. He could have said I've become too old. How many of you think I've become too old? Abraham would have said I've become too old. Sarah would have said I've become too old. Gideon would have said I've waited too long. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. People who came to Jesus three days sitting there and Jesus said, bring the bread and loaves, the 5,000 men alone and so many people, they could have said, it's too long. Where will we get the bread? The day is over. Hallelujah. Some of you have made prayers and it's too long. I've become old, it's too long, but tonight let me tell you, hallelujah, some of you think that your youth is past, but you need to have, hallelujah, spirit of Caliban said, ah, hallelujah, oh, it's been 40 years since I've been but yet I am strong to take over this mountain. How many of you are here tonight? Hallelujah, praise the Lord, that God, hallelujah, will renew your youth tonight. Sometimes people are convinced that the things in their lives, whether it is poverty or death or sin, it's permanent. It's a lie of the devil. Hallelujah. Sometimes you speak to a believer and you tell them, Hey, listen, Jesus wanted to set you free. It is hard for them to believe that. Isn't it amazing? The more you get to know the knowledge of the word, it's easy. I mean, it's difficult to convince them. Isn't it amazing? In Malayalam, we call them Praise the Lord The more that you get to know the scriptures Your stubbornness is increasing Your pride is increasing Your teachability is decreasing Hallelujah, praise Your backsliding is increasing Hallelujah The reason is because Your head has become big And your heart has become small But Jesus wants you to know, hallelujah. That even while you're sitting there on your chair and say, nobody understands me. Pastor, you don't know what's happening with me. I've been having this issue for many years. I've fasted, I've prayed, I've cried, I've been working on it. But hallelujah, nothing is happening. Even while you are in that state, You have to believe that there is nothing that is impossible with God. And that's what faith is all about. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 28 to 29. When you read it. To the persecuted Christians there, the Jewish Christians. Apostle Paul is writing. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. He is saying, we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. How many of you believe that? Which means there is nothing else that is permanent other than the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There is nothing else that is permanent other than the kingdom. If you are not in the kingdom of God, everything else shall be shaken. If you have not made Jesus the king over your life, and if you have not entered into the kingdom by faith in Jesus Christ by grace, hallelujah, praise the Lord, you will be shaken. But if you are, I received a kingdom, hallelujah, whatever issue that come against you, you will not be shaken. The issue will be shaken. Ah. Oh. Every challenge you are facing. Every sickness you are facing. Sickness will be shaken out of your life. Poverty will be shaken out of your life. Death will be shaken out of your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are not the one who quit. Your sin will quit. Your bondage will quit. Your power. Your death will quit. Hallelujah You will not quit Hallelujah Are you with me, church? Hallelujah Hallelujah The poverty that is manifesting Can be shaken out Because it's not permanent Hallelujah 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 sometimes believers say it's always been my struggle it's always been my struggle it's for family for years it's a long fight but tonight believe whatever struggle it can be shaken out hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah oh lift your hands and say it's shaken out hallelujah oh hallelujah 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 in other words the kingdom of god will not allow hallelujah praise the lord something negative to be manifested it will cast out it will shake it out when you are in the kingdom amen Praise the Lord. Number 3 You got to stop making excuses. In the pool of Bethesda, this man was saying, I have no one to help me. There'll be always be excuses or reason to stay where you are. Always understand, excuses empowers negative cycles excuses empowers it's like a protein shake for your cycle excuses hallelujah if you have an excuse in your mouth you have a cycle in your heart hallelujah tonight we have to say goodbye excuse in order hallelujah praise the lord Hallelujah! 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 Praise the Lord! Sometimes people say, You don't know pastor how I've raised. we come from a poor family. And I'm born like this. I'm a very bad teacher. Sometimes you say, Even pastor was not supportive. Every one of us can go back to the point of pain and make it a foundation. But as long as you do that, you don't break out any cycles from your life. Don't make pain as your foundation. There is only one foundation that we have. That is Jesus Christ and his word. But as long as you make the pain and excuse, Hallelujah, as your foundation, no negative cycle will break. There will always be somebody to blame. You'll always find somebody to blame. If that guy had not introduced me to pornography, I would have never seen such, not gotten, you know, introduced. I've not gotten addicted to that pastor. If that person had not given me to cocaine or weed, I wouldn't have gotten into addiction. If you don't excuse tonight, those addictions will leave your life, Father. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I don't know where it came from, but I know how it can go out in the name of Jesus tonight. For this man in the pool of Bethesda, it was a real excuse. This man really did not have anyone to help him. Not trying to be insensitive to the fact that. It was a genuine excuse. But for you to even step into a blessing, you got to stop making excuses. Hallelujah. There will be always be a crisis available to make me go back. Tonight you have to make a decision. As long as there is breath in my body, as long as there is life in me, the very fact that Jesus saved me, He is enough for me to follow Him for the rest of my life. Crisis or no crisis, situations or no situations will not allow me to take a step back. How many of you will make a decision like that tonight? Crisis would have stirred me to receive the Lord, but crisis will not stop me from following Him tonight. mature Christian go deeper in the Lord with every crisis they go deeper in the Lord with every crisis they get another revelation with every crisis and every crushing hallelujah praise the Lord it is like a rubber band that you pulled it will come back with as much as force hallelujah When you see that stone pulled and pulled and pulled in the, in, in 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 David's hallelujah sling, hallelujah, you're pulled. How many of you feel a stretch, 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 a stretch. You are stretched like that because far off is a Goliath standing. You need to be so stressed and so anointed for that stone to strike that Goliath. And with one shot, it comes down. God for the stretching, thank God for the pulling. It is my heavenly David that is pulling me. I am safe in his hands. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. They will always be a crisis. Imagine you have an issue with anger. There'll always be some crisis that will make you angry. It's a cycle. If you want to be angry, you'll find every day something. Hallelujah. I've learned from the Bible and I practiced this for some time. If I am in the midst of any kind of anger, I just withdraw. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I know there is no point trying to convince an angry person. You can never convince something to an angry man. I go back and pray a little more. Whether it is in my family, praise the Lord. Whether it is with my wife, whether it is my with the children, whether it is somebody in the church. If my anger helps somebody, Bible says, don't advise a fool, that there's no point. So foolishness is there. There's no point of screaming at him. Hallelujah. There are somebody who will, the Bible says, the rod will help them to get out of the foolishness. Because they're looking out, come out. But I'm, I'm not going into that, but what I'm trying to say is there's always some reason to be angry. There's always somebody that you can blame. One of the devil's tricks is to raise up the stress, stress levels in your life so that your flesh will crave for that cycle again. Somewhere that flesh will take me back to that cycle praise the lord you know you don't feel fully peaceful till you mm, give your peace of my mind something will stress us out some control some intimidation tonight there is deliverance over every negative cycle tonight hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord glory to god Hallelujah. When Jesus came and chose his apostles, one of them was called Thomas. Second, Thomas the Didymus. He has two names. One of them was called Thomas, son of Didymus. That word means twin. Everybody's twin. He is the apostle who came to India. Are you thankful for God for that? That he sent an apostle? all the way from Jerusalem to India because Jesus loves India irrespective of all the election result I want you to know Jesus loves India hallelujah Jesus has a plan over India hallelujah praise the Lord because he chose the apostle all the way to India with the gospel of Jesus Christ amen and believe me hallelujah the di- days are coming hallelujah praise the Lord I think the there might be this government will take the complacency out of our lives that we will be focused we will hallelujah be more prayerful hallelujah we will be on our knees hallelujah praise the lord and god is about to raise up a men and women of god who will stand for the gospel of jesus even in the nations of god he will anoint the servants of god hallelujah praise the lord pastor said he will anoint mysteries hallelujah from south to go to the north hallelujah how many of you believe tonight you and I will be one of those if anybody wants to be anointed like that stand up on your places and give them praise the Lord anoint me also Lord tonight anoint me too Lord hallelujah oh victory by the blood of sheep. may I be a supernatural anointing over your life May the nation of India will be a platform to show for the glory of Jesus Christ let the greatest anointed servants of God arise from the nation of India to go across the nations of the world make me a part of it Lord Hallelujah in Jesus name be seated please Hallelujah Hallelujah he was called the doubting Thomas Hallelujah. Are you the doubting Thomas in this church? Even you have hope. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The problem with us is maybe because Thomas came into this India, country of India. We also show forth a little bit of nature of Thomas time and again. You know, in Sunday, next 10 days full of faith. Praise the Lord But after Sunday And you leave Hallelujah On the way Just when you reach that turn To the Richmond cycle Hallelujah Circle And you will see a doubt rising inside Praise the Lord Hallelujah We show Hallelujah Certain characteristics of Thomas' Time and again Hallelujah Hallelujah If you are not that guy Say Amen (laughs) Only if you or two or three people Rest are all those guys Praise God! Isn't it tonight? Hallelujah! Some of you don't want to go here because you know there is a twin brother that shows up time and again. Thomas was called the twin. There's a twin brother he has. Time and again he show up with the doubt. Time and again he show up with whether it is possible. Time again he will say, "Whether can I? Is it possible? Is it true?" Time and again, hallelujah, it questions our mind. The devil attacks us by luring questions, sensitive questions. Have Jesus risen again? Is this all reality? Is it all possible? Then you have to say, shut up you twin brother for I have an older brother called Jesus Christ hallelujah come on Jesus the Bible says we have an older brother in Jesus Christ hallelujah amen glory to God how many of you will say I will break into this blessing hallelujah hallelujah don't doubt tonight don't doubt tonight lift your hands and say God will break me into this blessing God will prosper me God will bring me through because I believe in Jesus the great man of God I forgot his name but he would start his uh, programs in those days in TV he says I believe in miracles because I believe in Jesus Praise the Lord. Even tonight, I believe in miracles because I believe in Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number four. Are you here tonight, church? Hallelujah. Number one, be convinced 100% that Jesus will set you free. Number two, you have to really believe there is nothing impossible with God. Number three, you don't have to make excuses. Number four, you need to get up. Jesus said to this man in the pool of Bethesda, get up hallelujah many church teach people how to fall isn't it we are always looking to fall there's nothing wrong and I believe in falling but the problem with many of the fallings are they get up they get up and remain the same what we want to do is, if you are fallen under the power of God today on Sunday, Monday, you have to be a new person. I don't have no problem with that kind of falling. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I pray that God will touch you in a way so deeply that even if you're fallen under the power of God, you will get up on your Mondays and Tuesdays. Hallelujah. Challenge the devil. You need to get up. Hallelujah. Everybody say, I will get up. Hallelujah. Not to get up, to go back into the wrong things, but to get up. To do what? Jesus looked at the man at the pool of Bethesda and said, get up. In other words, obey me first. Hallelujah. You need to obey the Lord. He's giving you an instruction. Get up. Whatever He tells you, you obey. That is the safest place. Hallelujah. Amen. Get up means to obey. Do you obey the scriptures? As we preach on all these days. Do you apply the scriptures? The problem with sometimes me taking long time and counseling, you know. One of the things is I counsel my guts out. But they come back with the same issue because they don't obey after a long time of counselling. Hallelujah. You need to apply. You need to obey. In John 2, Jesus said for water to turn into wine. Listen. Mary said, whatever He says, obey. Whatever He says, do it. Obedience gets easier when you practice it. Hallelujah. Disobedience always comes with shame and guilt You hate how you feel when you disobey the Lord Obedience is not easy But it gets easier as you practice it I'm not telling it's easier But you take the first step You can take second and third step From third you can take the ninth step I mean it gets easier 1 Samuel chapter 15 22 to 23 It says, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness in as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He also rejected you as being king. It says, Obedience is better than sacrifice. What does it mean? Somebody said obedience is an unforced rhythm of God's grace. When you are attached to God's grace, you are able to take that first step. It is better than sacrifice. How many of you know? Some of us, you know, to fast three days, it's a sacrifice. I mean, obedience is better than sacrifice, it's easier than sacrifice but it is not easier in the beginning but as you practice it it becomes easier and easier for example you practice obey the lord in little things you will be able to obey the lord in bigger things hallelujah maybe to come for 10 days hallelujah you obey for 10 days When you think That your financial breakthrough was Lying in all the messages In the eyes of God The financial breakthrough was Lying in your obedience To come here Uh, Praise the Lord Hallelujah Glory to God Hallelujah Amen You take small steps Hallelujah but when you know, take small steps, little things. Maybe to forgive. Sometimes it's the beginning; it's very really hard. But you forgive, you bless that person, and pray for that person, and it becomes easier when you start forgiving. Sometimes it is easier for God to bless you too. Hallelujah! You start obeying the Lord in little things, like forgiveness. There is a rhythm to it. Isn't it amazing? There is a rhythm to it. You will want to obey more because you're attached to the grace of God. You want to obey more. There is a rhythm because you serve the Lord uncompromising on the word of God. You are going to have a lot of opposition, enemies. And when you start learning to do small things, you will be able to withstand big things. Praise the Lord. Because when you learn to move in the rhythm of obedience, in the rhythm of grace, what will happen is, whatever difficult situation comes, it will not bother you. Pastor, one of the leadership meetings said, leadership meetings of, while I was in the car with them, we were a few of us, and what something he said touched my mind, I touched, went deep into our heart. He said, The reason why some of us are not moving into the supernatural or something into fruitfulness, something great, something great and something very big is not because we don't know of the knowledge or the commitment or sometimes, you know, of the focus or anything. It's because we are unable to absorb the pressure. Hallelujah. Sometimes you're not able to immediately react. Tonight I pray God will give you the grace. To absorb the pressure, no matter what, hallelujah. You will withstand those pressure. That pressure will quit you, that pressure will press, be pressurized. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Prasan and the new teacher You have to outstand. You have to outlive your pressure. Look at somebody and say, Outlive your pressure. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people, a lot of criticism. If you learn to be cool in small things, you will be learn to be cool. And criticism comes. I have told nobody that just because you are a Christian, persecution won't come. Criticism won't come. Storms won't come. It will all come. But if you take step by step by step. Hallelujah. When when it comes, you won't feel the pressure that much. You will feel stronger. Greater is he in me. that is he that is in the world. You will feel stronger than the criticism. You will feel stronger than the persecution. You will feel stronger. Hallelujah. I come back to the financial part of it. You start obeying God in the terms of your finances. Say you have a pocket of money, thousand rupees, giving hundred rupees to the Lord. Ten percent obeying the Lord, it's easier. Because it's harder when you get one lakh and to give ten thousand. It becomes a little more harder when it's one lakh and you have to, have to ten lakhs and to give one lakh. It becomes harder when you have one crore and to uh, give ten lakhs. So if you don't know how to give you a 10, how will you give you a 1 crore? It's impossible. No clap, no amen, nothing. Praise I am telling you what I practice. When you are going it in obedience to God's words, there's a rhythm, there's a grace that attached to it. Grace will not leave you alone, it doesn't matter. You could be having a million, hallelujah, praise the Lord, coming into you and say, Lord, it's all yours, it doesn't matter, it's all yours. You can say that, hallelujah, amen. There is a freedom, there is a liberty in that kind of a cycle, Hallelujah. Hallelujah! There's a liberty from negative cycle. There's a freedom to move out. How many of you believe that you're going to have a supernatural move, freedom over negative cycles tonight? Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Lift your hands and say, Lord, I want a supernatural release, a supernatural freedom over negative cycles. Just release your faith. Release your faith. Let there be a supernatural deliverance come over your life. there be supernatural freedom. Hallelujah! If you believe it, put your hands together. Declare it. Believe it. It's yours! Freedom is not easier but it's always better. <laughs> Freedom is always not easier but it is always better. Praise the Lord. Because if God sets you free, you cannot go back and beg. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You cannot go back and beg again. Freedom is not easier because one chance you get you back you want to go back into that which you are used to. You want to go back into that same friends, same cycle, same depression, same excuse, same gossip. I mean that's easier. I know them, I know that I've been there. So you say, I mean, sometimes bondage is that place I want it. Hallelujah. Somebody is always coming and bringing chutney and dosa. Somebody is always coming. Are you coming to church? Are you coming to church? Somebody is always throwing some to you. You lie down there. Hallelujah. You got used to it coming to church and just lying down, somebody throwing something. Hallelujah. How many of you have gotten used to your bondage? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. The same songs, the same hallelujah kind of a click the same problems we are sharing our problems we are blaming everyone then we go to blaming our mother-in-law and it's the same thing all over again and so easy but when Jesus set you free wow I cannot do that again praise the Lord I cannot stay there again hallelujah I have to take responsibility now hallelujah I have to go and walk now hallelujah nobody is going to give me a hand I have to walk by myself that is a sign and a surety of my freedom hallelujah you can walk you can walk you can declare nobody has to tell me you can believe you can read the word The days are over where somebody has to carry you. The days are over where you keep speaking for the excuses. The days are over or saying that I don't have a perfect church. I don't have a perfect pastor. It is the same negative cycle. Instead of that, you look at Jesus Christ. You look at the opportunity to worship the Lord. That's a sign that the negative cycle is broken. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Breaking free into a blessing. How to destroy your negative cycles. Again, I'm telling you, number one, be convinced 100% that Jesus wanted you to set you free. Number two, you have to believe that there is nothing impossible with God. Number three, you have got to stop making excuses. Number four, you need to get up. Number five, not everyone is going to like you being free. How many of you know that? If you understand that, you are free. Not everybody likes you to be free. This man is set free. We will think that the entire world will rejoice with him. But the people said, hey, listen, this is Sabbath. Hey. You're not supposed to carry the bed on Sabbath. Hey! When this man was bound, nobody cared. I was telling a couple of days back to someone, when you were in drugs, nobody had a problem. When you were flirting around, nobody had a problem. When you're coming to church and worshipping, somebody has a problem. Nobody likes you to be free. when you did not go for any family function because you did not have the Malayalam it's called the bodham. English you did not have the senses you did not have you were too much in the booth you could not get up nobody called you nobody said oh you missed a family function but when you say 10 days of meeting is there and you don't go for a family function everybody is saying Oh, you're not responsible. Suddenly, where is it coming from? Because nobody likes you to be free. Because if you are free, somebody can control you. Oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. If you are free, nobody can control you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Every spirit of control be broken tonight, in the name of Jesus, from family members, hallelujah, from hallelujah, friends, peers, nation, city, come on, somebody! People can only control you when you are bound. When you are bound, nobody cared. The crowd was comfortable with it. Now that he is free, everybody has a problem. Oh, I pray that you will come to your senses tonight. I pray that you will come to your spiritual reality tonight. I pray that you will, God will help you deep within. Hallelujah. Somebody, my cousin stole some of my friends in my uh, apartment staying. Be careful about Chaco, ah, careful. They know if somebody comes close to me, I'll set them free through the power of the Holy Spirit. They, They cannot control each other, hallelujah. They cannot control each other then. Imagine you go to a bar and drink every day. You want to have one drink. You have that. You take the second drink. Have you ever seen the bar attendant coming to you and say, "Hey, listen, you're wasting too much money. Go home." Have you ever seen a bar attendant or a bar owner coming and say, "Tax." Hey, <laughs> never had a liking for drinks. I would have tested it otherwise. (laughs) But when you come to the Lord and hear about the finances and tithing and sowing the seed and you begin to do that, then the people will say, should you really be giving that money? Are they all money-making senders? They never had a problem when you spend it in booze. They have a problem when you tithe. Because the devil knows when you tithe, the Lord will rebuke the devourer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The devil knows if you are drinking, the Lord will not rebuke the devourer. When you (laughs) tithe, the Lord will rebuke the devourer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They never had a problem when you had spent on something temporary. People have a problem when you spend something eternal. Freedom is not always easy but it is always better. Look at somebody and say freedom is not easy but it's better. That comes when you obey the Lord. Why am I pastoring the church? Because God asked me to. Not for popularity Not to get love from people Because God asked to Because you want to obey God If you are here For any other reason Other than God asked to Why are you come here? Because somebody else came here Why have you come here? Why how many of you can say somewhere the Lord spoke to me then you will have all these results following you Every day when I'm standing there one testimony will come Concerning the finances God's word is true Why are you leading the worship because Pastor Chako asked you to you will stop one of these days but if the Lord told you and confirmed it through the man of God then your worship and leading and your ministry is for the rest of your life Why are you ministering? Why are you preaching? Why are you serving God? Why am I standing here? Not for you! For my Lord! not for you and I will do it whether you are on the chair or not whether you like it what's coming out of my mouth or not, I will stand here and I will declare the word it doesn't bother me a bit of what you are thinking about me because God spoke to me God told me to do it When you grow up, there are three main fears Death, disease and poverty God does not want us to carry that You won't die before your time God's plan for your life Is health and prosperity I'm going to finish with this There are two words that we in the Christian world uses Number one Motivation and the number two is momentum. I want somebody to open their Bibles and read Malachi chapter 3 and the 10th verse for me, please. Malachi, Malachi or Malachi chapter 3 verse 10.
1: Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that they may be food in my house. And prove me now in this, says the Lord of hosts if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. How
0: many of you are givers in this church? How many of you can say I've given and not walked into the blessing of prosperity that is promised in the scripture? There are four things which we have taken in the few past days but I'm just going to Make you understand the motivation behind that for example why do you tithe what is the motivation of tithing according to the word it is because of your obedience to the lord it is the obedience that connects you to that blessing the moment you tithe the bible is saying there is an open heaven above you and god rebukes the devourer for your sake there are windows that are open windows of blessing godly riches that are released not worldly riches worldly riches will lead you to worldly sorrows godly riches will connect you to the eternal future if you are here on sunday i'll be preaching on that you will know what kind of riches are you holding number 2 fresh fruits ever since i've heard about fresh fruits I would give the first and the best of my produce of every year. The best. Some of you, I know, give your first month salary. For me, it's the first produce that I get. Full. And the best. Which is more heavier to the Lord. Because Proverbs 3 and 9 and 10 says something powerful. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10.
1: Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your bonds will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Amen. So God will open the windows of heaven when
0: you tithe, but when you give your first fruits, there is an overflow. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There is an overflow. You might not given one year, second year, but third year, first year, second years, third years an overflow will come into your life. You are releasing your first, you are showing God that you're grateful to Him for an extra blessing, for an extra promotion, for an extra increase. You are showing forth when you give first fruits that you love the Lord more than money. It's an expression of your love for the world. You are saying, I'm not controlled by money. I've learned this from Pastor. Be it January, he will give us all the gifts, all the offerings, all that he has in his cupboards, everything that is there. He let it go. He give it to the Lord or somebody. He will not keep the first fruits for him. I've seen how the Lord took care of him for the last 26 years. If you give the first fruit, the rest of the years flow smoothly. Hallelujah. There are New Testament itself speak about 31 instances. The first word first fruit is mentioned. Number three, almsgiving. So the motivation for the first fruit is generosity. If you be a, Bible says be a joyful, a generous giver. You give joyfully, generously and you will reap generosity. Number three, arms giving, helping the poor people because you feel for the people. Let me put it a little more easier. You help people because you who are very spiritual needs to be humane. (laughs) That is one quality that is not there in the church. Be humane. Be humane. Sometimes we have to wrap our spirituality in our purses, be just human. Hallelujah. Every situation, I cannot exercise my super spirituality. I need to go. Jesus, who was God, humbled himself and came to the human beings in the humane way. If he came to the Lord, us as the son of God we are finished he who was son of God humbled himself came as the son of man to our level church needs to go into the level of the people you show your spirituality in the church but you see people who need something who needs a hello who needs a hug don't tell them Your doctrine. (laughs) Or go what typo? They get mad. (laughs) Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, Be humane. What I mean by that motivation is compassion. Being humane means be compassionate. If I don't feel compassion, I don't give anything. Come out of me. I don't want to give. Compassion is different from sympathy. Sympathy is like just human. It's our nature. Oh, I'm so, so, so upset that this happened to you. And we finish it and go. Compassion means you do something about it. Jesus to save sinners, did something about it. He gave his own life. That's compassion. Hallelujah. The moment you feel compassionate, you know you have to do something. Arms giving. Matthew six one to two. Matthew six one
1: to two. I. I. Can somebody read please? Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that you may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Amen. And this goes on to say, let your left
0: hand know what your right hand is doing. It is not speaking about tithe. If you are a tithe, boldly tell people you are a tither. If you are an offerer, or you give offerings and boldly with pride, tell that I do offerings. There is nothing wrong in that. But when you do almsgiving, when you help the poor, Don't tell anybody. Let not the right hand know what your left hand is doing. It should not, hallelujah, be publicized for your advantage. You should not take photo with the orphans that you are helping and then put a WhatsApp group and tell, "Ah, what a great thing that I've done. And God said, you will not receive a reward. Don't make it public. Don't show off. Imagine building a house for the poor, feeding the hungry, taking care of the orphans and then taking a photo and then posting it into some foreign organization and then taking money from them. We don't do all those nonsense here. Hallelujah. Bible says the moment you are doing that, you are losing out on a blessing. The moment you give arms to show people, to tell people, to put it in the newspaper for you to be known, no blessing will come from God. Give it to people in secret and God who is in secret place will bless you publicly Hallelujah the motivation for each is different why don't you show it why should we not show it because you are lowering the dignity of the person you are helping don't embarrass people Hallelujah you have to protect somebody else's dignity when you help them don't show how
1: poor he is.
0: Hallelujah. Proverbs 19:17 says, He who gives to the poor, lend to the Lord. And the Lord Himself will repay. You know. when i was still young about 21 22 i was started walking by faith and those days i would not take any money from my dad for the next 8 years so i hardly had a sandals i hardly had money to cut my hair i mean those days you know i did not have to put medicine the hair used to grow <laughs> and i remember stanley here and I used to be staying with Pastor so when I came to Bangalore he bought me a Fila shoes Fila sandals a, you know, and I that was the only sandals I had that time and I, I used to wear it everywhere and suddenly one day you know the, the driver who was helping Pastor's mother he was coming and he he was speaking about his son and the lord told me give that sandals to him I was those days I was a very fiery person you know I did not think twice I gave it to him I have to tell you ever since for the last 18 years my cupboards are full of shoes praise the lord hallelujah amen and lots has sometimes tell me to keep buying it Because when you help the poor, you don't know the interest levels and only God knows. Amen. So every day ask the Lord, is there any poor person? Lord, you want me to help. There are people the Lord is showing you have helped poor people without anybody knowing about it. Tonight, the Lord is saying, I'll repay you for the glory of Jesus Christ. It is better than putting a fixed deposit on mutual funds. Lord said, I myself will repay you when you give it to the poor. And number four, which give us a momentum, which give us a motivation. So the motivation for this is compassion. Number four, Mark 4:8 4, speaks about honoring the Lord with the seed. So went and sowed the seed in Mark 4. It is the word of God. But when 2 Corinthians 9 speaks, it is seed is the finances. So anything that you sow, word of finances into the ground, Bible says according to the measure that you sow, you will reap. You will sow thirty, you will reap 34 or 60 or 100. The same measure that you use will be the measure that will be given to you and the motivation is faith. Not emotionally charged up and giving money. By faith. Tithe is obedience Hallelujah Titus can you say Titus first fruits is generosity arms giving compassion sowing the seed motivation is faith seed is the surest way to stop poverty in your life it is the quickest way for debt cancellation I've been in debt twice over 1 crore and I cancelled it. The more I got into debt, the more I gave. More I gave. The more I gave. And I got out of all those debts into abundance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I give so that I will not get back to that cycle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. can boldly say you are a giver. I mean, if you are a giver, if you want to tell somebody sitting next to you, you can boldly say it. Ah, praise God. That's not pride. But when you are helping the poor, keep quiet about it. Don't say it. Say, I'm a boldly a tither. I give first fruits. I release the faith and sow seed. What happens to most people is that, that they won't tell anybody. But when they help poor, they will tell everybody. Hallelujah. Bible says, when you tithe, the window is open. God rebukes the devourer and your life is safe. Not only your finances, your life is safe when you tithe. Amen. If I were you, the next thing that I would do is to release my tithe. Amen. Your life is safe. The Lord said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. When you sow the seed, seed into fertile soil, who preaches the gospel, who feeds you with the word, who carries an anointing that will effectually have an effect on you. For the measure that you do measure, it will be given back to you. Nobody will tithe and say, I am not prospering. God said he will open a door of blessing. Giving the first fruits will release an overflow hallelujah and releasing by faith god will prosper you you will break out you will break out into a blessing of god nothing can stop you lift your hands tonight and say nothing can stop me tonight i am a tither hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah glory to god amen i want you to go read this word i love the holy spirit to Impress in your heart to do it. This is not to make money. This is to make money for you. I mean, it's up to you. It's not a forceful thing. You can still come to church. Praise the Lord. But I'm teaching you how to prepare, how to partake of the the table. There are many things. See, there are Bible in this chair. There are glass in this chair. There is phone in this chair. There is this paper in this chair. It's up to you what all you want. If you only want paper, take the paper and go home. If you only want to come Sunday, take a word, go back home. It's up to you. But if you say, no, I want to be used by God, then there is commitment, calling, commitment is needed. You say, no, no, I want the financial blessing. Then you need to tithe. Table is prepared by the Lord. It's up to you what you want from that table. It is my duty as a pastor To tell you what is there on God's table. It's up to you what you want. Hallelujah. Whether you take one or whether you take everything. It's totally your choice. Hallelujah. Amen. May God bless you tonight. Break free into the blessing. Destroy that negative cycle over your life. Hallelujah. God bless you. Let's close our eyes in prayer.